Laka, what a report. Uh, we were talking about it all morning long yesterday. You said that the Jets are interested in that catbird seat, third pick of potentially moving back. Quarterback needy teams could come up. And one of the teams you've been hearing is poking around is the Redskins. What can you tell us, sir? Yeah, I mean, look, there are people in that uh, Jets organization who think this is a very viable option and maybe the most viable option when it's all said and done and, and as teams continue to evaluate these quarterbacks and as decision makers start to set their boards and get a handle on what they need and what they need to do to go about getting it because, as we know, uh, not, not every player is going to fall to every team. That's not how it works. Um, and obviously the Redskins are doing a lot of work on Haskins, and I hear there's people in that organization who are very intrigued by him. And, you know, Kyler Murray's going first overall. And he's the, the – you know, some, look, some people like Haskins more than Murray. I mean, Murray, because of the size and everything else, isn't everybody's cup of tea, but, but he's Arizona's. So now Haskins is the next guy there. And whether Dave Gettleman takes him or not, he's certainly going to have to investigate the heck out of that situation and at least be in position – to take him, would he be there at six? A lot of people don't think so. So uh, the Jets are motivated sellers. I can put it to you that way. Uh, they are not afraid to go all the way back to 15, and they feel like they can still get a, a relative blue-chip player to help rebuild their defense in particular all the way back in the middle of the first round. And if they can pick up additional assets this year and next year to do it, they're open to it. They're, they're, they're you know, closer. They, I think you get the sense they think, they're closer to being a contending team than maybe, you know, a lot of the, 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 the football world might think. So, yeah, there's, there's some trade potential there. Jason, the first domino that would have to fall there, and you touched on it, is Kyler Murray going one to Arizona. There's still some mystery there. How likely do you think that is? I, think, I don't think there's mystery there. I think, I think the Cardinals would like for you to believe there's mystery there. But I, I don't – since the combine, there isn't anybody I've talked to, including people who, who aren't removed from that situation, people who would absolutely know about that situation, who have told me, done deal, case closed. Like, it's happening. It's been on since Kingsbury got hired there. And that's part of their master plan. That's part of why Kingsbury got hired there. Because they had the first pick, and this is his guy, and – that's part of the reason, you know, he's ready to make the jump and part of the reason that they were willing to make the leap of faith bringing him in. So I, I, I am – I and, and, and people I talk to, um, again, involved in that situation and then just people around the league who are picking in the top ten who have a vested stake in trying to discern who's going where, uh, they're all convinced that that thing is signed, sealed, delivered. Jason Locke on Forum, Grant and Danny here on 106.7 The Fan. What would you make of the Skins' decision? Didn't have a whole lot of money. Don't have many options after what happened with Alex Smith to go get Case Keenum and to have a competition between he and Colt McCoy before whatever happens at quarterback for this team. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've kind of always had a little bit of a soft spot for Case Keenum. Um, not at $18 million a year so much, but, you know, as somebody who uh, – I don't know that I want him to get me through 17 weeks, but if I need him to get me through six or eight or whatever, uh, he can do it. And, 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 and until that, you know, but, but because of his, his physical limitations and, you know, some things like that, he, the, as the sample size expands, he's going to end up turning the ball over more. You know, and he kind of reverts to, to who he's been, which is 
a journeyman. Obviously, that thing is is unsettled. I mean, I don't see any scenario where whether they do something bold for Haskins or not, that that there isn't somebody else in that equation going into camp who at least has upside. I I just can't, you know, unless they're doing a covert tank, which if you're doing that, then why did you spend what you spent on a box safety? You know, if you're doing that, then just be Miami, like just be selling people off. So unless there's a covert tank involved, I think there's going to be another quarterback there. So I'm going to give that an incomplete for now. Um, you know, given all their needs, and Landon Collins is a nice player and, and all that, but with this being a year where safeties were no longer a bargain like they were last year, where everybody knew coming out of the combine, and heck, I was writing about it then, this is going to be a year, this is the year to be a safety. They're going to hit, there's five guys who are going to hit grand slams. And he was one of them. And I mean, if I'm paying a safety $32 million in the first two years, I'm giving it to Earl Thomas, not Landon Collins. I want a guy who affects the ball when it's in the air, because the ball's in the air 65% of the time. Jason Lockin four with us here on Grant and Danny. Jason, what are you hearing just generally state of the Redskins? You mentioned if Dan Snyder falls in love, et cetera. You covered this team for a long time and you know the league at large. Just give me kind of the state of this organization. Bruce Allen with the company line that they're close and a lot of their behavior <laughs> indicates that they think they're close. I don't personally think they're close, but they seem no. to. And then maybe we've heard some rumblings that, that maybe Jay Gruden is outside the inner sanctum. Give me what you know right now about the Skins. Uh, they, they, people are looking at them as, sort of with uh, as quizzical as an expression as ever and kind of trying to figure out um, what, what is the plan because the emperor has no clothes. I mean, that's just the reality. I mean, just look at you, any way you want to evaluate Bruce Allen since he's been the man there. And let's, the buck stops with him. Nothing gets to the owner without going through him. Big decisions, small decisions aren't made without him signing off on it. He controls the budget. He controls the money. He controls Redskins football. I mean, it is what it is since he got there. Um, Jay Gruden, yeah, he's on the hot seat. If, if, if Todd Bowles would have come in there as a defensive coordinator, it, it, that might have that morphed into something even beyond a defensive coordinator. I mean, there's been a lot of stuff going on in that organization that is happening sort of behind Jay Gruden's back or, or maybe next to him, but certainly not right in front of his face. So it's an odd situation. There's, there's no other way to put it. The quarterback situation, all the money that they gave Alex Smith when they didn't have to, now that's you know, affecting their ability to do business as you would hope they could. A um, lot of uncertainty on that roster and, and, and where, the, you know, where the strengths are. Uh, a team that seems to be in transition and an owner who, let's face it, blind loyalty um, will often lead the way with him and carry the day. And, and it has there in past regimes. And it certainly seems to be now. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know how you would be evaluating that organization in a way that would lead you to believe that, yes, yeah, status quo. Like, let's just keep running it through Bruce because this is, this is doing great. The fans are on board. The players are on board. No discord, total harmony, and great football decisions being made all over the place. Like, I don't know, you know, what parallel universe that's happening in, but it's not happening in this one. Jason Lacanfora on Grant and Danny here on The Fan. I want to read you a quick quote from Doug Williams, and I just want to get your take as a guy who's been on a beat in Washington for many years and kind of knows how things work. Uh, he was quoted this past week. Is, remember, he's the highest-ranking official, quote-unquote the GM, even though you know and I know he's, he's not actually the GM, but he said, I don't do the scheme thing. When we look at players, we look at talent. It's up to the coordinator, the defensive coaches, to scheme him up. He goes on to say, we're not in the room with the scheme I don't know exactly what the scheme is. 
Again, this is the de facto general manager. I'm, I'm looking for the John Dorsey quotes out of Cleveland about him not knowing their scheme. What do you make out of that? I mean, I just feel like it, it's almost like, I don't want to say irrelevant, but, I mean, we know who has the jam there. You know what I mean? Like, I... <laughs> Doug, Doug, but isn't I mean, that in and of itself a problem? Like, if if our answer is, well, it doesn't matter because the GM is just a fake GM and he doesn't actually do anything. No, that's I, a problem I'm not saying too. he doesn't do anything. I, I think he does plenty, but, like, he doesn't have a voice that's going to carry the day. You know what I mean? There's two voices at the end of the day that matter, the owner and Bruce. Like, that's the reality of that organization. That's that it just is what it is. So you're going to have scouts and you're going to have football people and evaluators, and they're going to go through all their processes. But what, at the end of the day, what's going to carry the day? Their work or the opinions of those two other guys? It's the latter. Right. Jason, always appreciate Good answer. Yes, yeah, seriously. Good answer. And I say it with a sigh of depression. I, I, I love the rhetorical question that you answer. You're yeah. Like, yeah, just, it's the latter. Just, I, I'm born into this. I'm doomed for a lifetime of caring about the Redskins.